Ready Check Radio. It's Thursday, 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 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for the Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. And my co-hosts are already rolling their eyes at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Too good. Come for the pre-show. You gotta come for the pre-show. Yeah, we're doing the show live, as always. Twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio. Thursday night's here for the Relic Grind. Saturday for Gaming Gumbo. Might have a third show coming back in the works. So I think I need to upload some of the pre-show from this episode, Flynn. Maybe I do bite-sized bits uh, usually each week. I've taken off the last couple of weeks. And maybe, maybe, maybe I'll give you a little flavor of the pre-show if you're watching on YouTube uh, or on readycheckradio.com. But we'd love to have you join us live. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, any of those places, we definitely appreciate it. If you could, take just a second, click the follow button, click the like button, the subscribe button, whatever platform you're on. It definitely helps us out more than you would think. It costs you nothing, and if you like the content we do, it's what keeps us going. Tell your friends, bring them all here. We're so close. Did we? I don't actually, did we pass it? I don't think we did, but I'm going to check. I'm going to check because we were only... Last week, a few people away from 300 on YouTube. Uh, we, we're five away. We are five away. So give it a nice. subscribe. Help a brother out. We got some stuff to talk about, especially some pre-show stuff, which is a lot of fun. Uh, joining me to go over all of it and excuse my voice. I hope it holds up for the hour. Uh, just getting over the old Rona. So now two out of three of us have had it on the panel here. And we have... Uh, well, I, I've actually met one of them in person, but not recently enough to give him the Rona. The one I haven't met, though, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. I am a little bit confused. I thought this was the Forever Grinding podcast, the Amazon Games Lost Ark mm-hmm. premiere show. Mm-hmm. I, I've been playing that. That's that's not what we're doing. That is not what we're doing. We will be okay. talking might... about Lost Ark tomorrow on MMO Bomb's Always Online podcast, twitch.tv slash MMO Bomb, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's good. That's good. Um, definitely tune in for that. I, I, I think I can fix this. I, just, I think I'm just trapped in a parallel universe. So let me let me fix this here. And... Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, God. Hi. Oh, God. I'm happy to be here. Let's Let's do this. Oh, God. Also on the line, Adam Lane, a.k.a. Cronus. Maximum effort. What's up, sir? I, I don't even know what that is from. Am I supposed to get that? Well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. You, we'll talk. Are you kidding me? If you don't, <laughs> I'm not surprised that he doesn't know, though. Based on previous uh, conversations, Tark, I'm not surprised he doesn't know. Oh, uh, so sad. Based on previous conversations on this show, it Sorry, is something that will come up later today. It'll come up later today in this show. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Have are do, now that you've so had, had had a few reps? Is Savage officially on farm? You thought it was gonna kind of uh, be? Did you guys struggle on the reclear? It's it's on farm, but this week was definitely we we one shot every fight except for the last fight, but they were all like dragging people across the finish line. But it, it was, <laughs> but I mean, they were one shots. So like, I'm pretty sure we had like party wide damage downs in like two of the fights. 
So. A one shot is a one shot. Uh, Tark, yeah. how how is uh, Circle Four coming? Uh, we finished the door boss. Uh, if you want to check out that clear, it's over at uh, YouTube on Tarkov Gaming. Check that out. Um, we've had one hour on the final boss, the actual boss, the one that will actually give us loot. Uh, so we're on Act 2 already. Um, I'm liking how the puzzles are laid out, uh, but we need more time on there. So I don't do Savage consistently enough to be worth giving an update. I do it whenever the hell I feel like it because that's the way I roll. But my next minion uh -huh, will be uh -huh. minion number 400. My next nice. minion. My next minion will be Savage minion. minion. 400. Savage minion. Uh, 401 will put me in top 10 on my server. So nice. 401 will move me. And I'm like this close on like seven different ones that I'm just farming slowly. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about 14. Obviously not a ton of news from Final Fantasy 14 this week, uh, as we're heading into the live letter next week. Now, just a reminder, there is no Relic Grind next Thursday. Now, uh, Faye's not going to stream after today's show. Unfortunately, she got tied up at work. I think she's still going to stream next week, though, even though there's no Relic Grind. But Mr. Chris Montoya will be completing his move to his new residence. So we will actually reconvene next uh, the following thursday the 24th uh to do the live letter which would normally have been our live letter review show anyway so it's n none yeah. of that's getting pushed back uh we've got the live letter on friday the 18th so it would have been after next week's show anyway so i'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about that and i do want to revisit uh today uh, when we get there a little something on the um the potential stuff that could be in the live letter based on some comments that were put on our last video by by viewers thank you so much for the comments by the way all that stuff definitely helps boost things getting seen when there are people interacting so tell us hi uh i thought gentlemen that since there wasn't a not, not a there wasn't a lot of news we could talk about something that one thing has just been kind of brewing in the community, and the other thing is something Kronos and I have kind of talked about behind the scenes before. We've casually touched on it here, and for a long time I always liked it because it was reminiscent for me of something in the past, uh, MMO-wise, but I I'm kind of feeling like it just doesn't work for me anymore, and maybe you can convince me that I'm right or wrong. Uh, first, though, let's jump into what has been kind of a bigger topic in the community at large lately, and that is just uh, general toxicity in party finders. Uh, and I want to break this down into a few different aspects because it's very easy. The one thing you see a lot of when you start talking about this topic in um, Final Fantasy XIV is... Well, it's all those WoW refugees coming over, and I hate, <laughs> I hate the term WoW refugee anyway, uh, but that's one aspect that maybe we look at. We've seen some pretty nasty examples posted over the last week. At Kronos, it actually, one of them in particular made you go on a three or four tweet rampage. <laughs> At the, time, that, yeah. at the time. <laughs> so what, what's your general sense? What are you seeing in the community uh, when you see posts like that? What's it making you think? And what is your experience? Do you have some of these similar experiences? Are you 
kind of immune to it because you do have a static raid group at the savage level like what what's on what's it look like on your side i i plug for fun like i help groups uh because i play this game entirely too much and um so like i'll, I'll go in like do mondays and sundays and and join pug groups just to like one it makes me better because like you know you, you see stuff you don't normally see outside your static it also like helps you just like if you want to plug other things it helps but that's not even like the point of what we're talking about to be honest so uh, pugging actually in this game has gotten like so much better than like how it used to be back in like ARR Heavensward days they right. used to be like you, you couldn't clear jack uh, first off like everything was like locked right like you had to be you could only do use you, people that were inside your do you stuff, remember but. how much of a pug wall demon wall was in Amdapur Keep like yeah. th th there was such a DPS check that it was like the make or break for I, I remember that was before pug. party finder existed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and you had to shout yep. to get like a party and like you had to like make sure like you had like it was weird but I mean yeah like I remember that and like the thing is is uh I think people are like seeing all this increase. It to me, it's not really any different than it always has been. I think because of the WoW stuff, it's like become more forward facing, and because there's more eyes on the game, people are talking about it more. This the toxicity that people are talking about has like existed in the game since the beginning of time, and it exists in like every game. You can't like eliminate all toxicity. Like I, I think we've touched on this before a few times, where it's like, yeah, this community is awesome, right? It's great, but that doesn't mean. <laughs> That it's all like rainbow and sunshine. Um, there's always a seedy underbelly. Yeah, there's there's plenty of it to be yeah, honest. A, and, and a kind of prominent example you might have seen on Reddit or on other places was a a tank and healer savage interaction this past. Yeah, week. that's the one I commented right, on. Right, I yeah. kind of figured yeah. you you didn't specifically point to that one, but I was aware of it and thought that's what you were replying to. So catch yeah. everybody up. What what was going on there? Uh, essentially, there's a tank. He's actually a really good player. Uh, I'm not going to mention him by name. If you want to like dig into, uh, yeah, we're we not going to give names. We're not going to give um, names here. Uh, basically, it was in P3S. He was helping, he, like the same thing, kind of like I was saying earlier. Um, so he was like helping, did a clear for one, and he was like on Gunbreaker. I think he had like three cooldowns rolling, going into like a tank buster, and he was at like 20. percent The healers weren't healing him, and he died. And he wasn't even really mean about it. Like, after they, they came back out, he was like, hey, you know, the off-tank there gets rocked, which they do. You know, I just need a little bit of something, right? Like, you gotta give me some stuff over here, single-target stuff, so that I can live. I had three cool cooldowns rolling, and I think the healer's response was like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Like, no. And I've seen this plenty of times where, like, you'll have people that just don't want to blame themselves. And so, he copied an FF Locks link. <laughs> With where like he popped his cooldowns and he pasted it in the party chat, uh, which you know if you know the terms of service and stuff like yep. you can party tool. Uh, you can be reported for that. Will, will they ban you for that specific instance? I don't know because I don't know if I don't really think he was being very toxic about it. I think he was just trying to be like, hey, look, I did my thing. I just need some help. Yeah, and it wasn't even like he was like being really mean to these people. If anything, I think they were being more mean to. Yeah, him. this wasn't like a WTF, you let me die moment. That's yeah, it yeah. wasn't one of those. It was just like, hey, you know, I take more damage. It's okay that you didn't see it, but I, I take more damage there than normal kind of thing. And then they just like refuse to believe it. And then they like threatened to ban him. And then it went like all downhill. And it's like people, I don't know. I just don't get it. And it's a big issue in PF is I feel like that this game's like the way the community works 
it's like I said, it's great. Like a lot of people are really nice and really welcoming. But when you get to the savage tier and you're trying to do these things and everybody's trying to get their clear, it, it can be a little tense. And it really helps, man. If you mess up, it really helps if you're just like, my bad, I'll fix that next time. Or if someone points something right. out to you, just be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Instead of just playing the blame game or not just fess it up. Like I lost count how many times I did Shiva, like E8S, and you you would you would die to light rampant because you can't see jack shit during that mechanic if something goes <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah, and, and, I, no and we one should fesses up. We should no say that at the end, by the way, this turned into not an acknowledgement of oh, you know, cool log, my bad, you were right. You know, not it, it immediately turned into how dare you post a log? I'm reporting you type yeah. mentality yeah. Uh, is where the conversation went after that. Um, with a lot of spectators, right? <laughs> just kind of yeah. <laughs> laughing uh, as this goes on the entire time. Now, yeah, I mean, technically, term of service violation. If you want to report somebody for it, fine. Like, okay, you're a dick, but fine. Go ahead. Uh, the only time I'm going to nail somebody with a report uh, uh, for DPS logs or logs of any type is when they are using using them to be a dick. Like right. to literally just bash the hell. Then even I'll report you. Other than that, I, I'm I don't even care enough to click your log. Uh, I just I just don't yeah. care. But Tark, you have your DPS sucks. So, here's a log. Look, you here's, suck. Here's one question that I want to talk about first, though, Tark. Is yeah. this is this a problem for the one to two percent? Right, those people that are pugging the savages of the savagest content okay. or is this a problem across the spectrum because like do you for instance do you see it when you're pugging your daily expert for tombstones or, or whatever you're doing you know just queuing up for something in the duty finder a mentor roulette or an expert roulette or a trial or you're leveling do you see this same type of stuff the same toxicity uh, throughout the party finder or are we talking about something that while may be big on reddit or big on social media is ultimately really only happening in the top two to three percent of people going after the most difficult of content in the game but don't maybe necessarily have the group to be doing it with a static all the time what are we talking about here in your experience i think it's pretty narrow um this is also a reason that i i appreciate my static and if there's problems we can talk about it and be civilized human beings <laughs> but i think it's a pretty narrow problem um I, I don't have any issues when i do my experts like i can feel when dps is down but i you know it's an it's a freaking dungeon we all talked about dungeons in this game it's it's whatever it's casual mode um so i i don't really dive too much into it it, it is sad that people just out lash out like that I, I don't understand why it's a video game if clearly you're not having fun if you're getting this worked up about it so and why can't you learn to improve come on let's go so but here's the thing like i don't fault somebody for getting mad right i understand me personally it's a video game yeah do i get mad at it occasionally god you should see me play rocket league when i'm not streaming <laughs> like, when I'm streaming and playing Rocket League, I'm the most well-behaved Rocket League citizen ever. <laughs> Just Have you got ever. that aerial uh, twisting as hit down yet? As, no. As soon as that camera's off, though, you motherfucker. Like, I'm not typing it or being, like, abusive to them, but I'm swearing it here. 
So, like, I get getting frustrated at a game. I get, I've gotten frustrated with a raid group, right? Like, that that happens, um, particularly when you do want to progress this stuff. So I don't fault people for getting upset. I don't even fault people for being like, dude, could I get some heals? No, you don't need them. You got some uh, cooldowns. Why don't you use them? I did use them. Oh, my bad. I, I literally just had this happen in a party finder group uh, for an expert roulette that I have <laughs> no idea why I was healing, but I was healing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I did the well you you did you use this uh and I wasn't being a dick about it I just like asking the question did you use this cuz all of a sudden you became extremely squishy when I didn't expect you to become squishy yeah I used it then I rolled back through <clears throat> you know something that may have documented what <laughs> I was doing at the like I don't I don't know I I had this piece of paper a stream recording like a I had stream recording yeah, I rolled yeah. the tape back I rolled the tape yeah. back and I was like oh shit yeah no I'm that's my bad tank uh <laughs> there were four different buttons that in my brain I totally thought I used and I did not so like I've had that happen I don't fault anybody for that stuff I gotta say though in my experience in the party finder this is I really only run into this stuff when it comes to savages, unreals, and ultimates, like the top tier content. So as much as like, in my experience, totally anecdotal, I know I don't see like rampant toxicity throughout the party finder. I see it rampant toxicity on a certain content tier. Yeah. And Kronos, you, you're kind of nodding, but maybe so disagreeing a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So, like, yes, because those in in those pieces of content, you're preventing a clear. Yeah. Right. In a dungeon, if you die, you're not really. You like Tark said, it's it, it's a dungeon. You're not really preventing a clear. <laughs> you're just making it take a little bit longer, which can be annoying to some people. It annoys me. Time is money, Chronos. It's fine. Um, I will say, if you want to experience it in an expert, start queued up as Dark Knight. Queue up into your expert roulette says Dark Knight. Yeah, so that was going to be me. where I went to next after I said, yeah. you know, hey, this seems to be <laughs> primarily a savage thing. But then I was going to take it to this example. Go ahead, because Dark Knights are having are getting beat up everywhere. So I think <laughs> the issue is, you know, like we said, a dungeon is a dungeon, right? It's not meant to be hard. Some people, that's really what they do. They log on, they do their expert to every day to cap for the week, and that's it. That's like their end game. They get their gear, and they move on with their life. And that's fine. Um, and I think those people, typically their skill level isn't quite as high. And so Dark Knight right now, it, yeah, in dungeons, they're definitely weaker than the other three tanks. No doubt about it. Um, but they're not so squishy that you can't heal them. <laughs> and if a good Dark Knight's there, like you you just, you can, you still have enough cooldowns to make everything work. But there's like this thing going around where people are saying like Dark Knight's so bad that if you bring him into a dungeon, like you're reefing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong, Living Death sucks and they need to fix that skill. But um, they have other stuff. They're just, you know, the thing is, is you don't have to heal the other tanks because they heal themselves. And yeah. because you do have to kind of a little bit look at the Dark Knight occasionally and use some of your skills, that's like pissing people off, I guess. I don't know. Healers also, by the way, spoiler alert, have a shit ton of tools uh, to, yes, to do, do stuff like that. And if you spread yours out and they spread theirs out, you probably aren't GCD healing a Dark Knight either. Uh, so I think it's a little bit of a skill thing too, where they're just like putting, they're front loading all their stuff. Maybe both players are, and then the Dark Knight dies, 
and then all shit hits the fan. Yeah, and to um, call to call bringing up a no. point in chat that I think you know all three of us agree with, we just need to make clear here in case it hasn't come through. Just because this type of behavior might be limited to a very small percentage content-wise of the audience, right? That doesn't make it okay. That, do that right. doesn't make yeah. absolutely, you know, berating somebody or being toxic this nature okay. We're not even at that part of the discussion yet. So I don't just don't want anybody to think that's what we were implying, that because it's a small problem, it's totally fine. You don't have to worry about it. We're talking about right now how big of a problem is it and i think we all generally agree with some outside exceptions like dark knight that this is usually uh, a higher content thing but let me ask this too there's a lot tark on the whole front of well this just happens when you let those wow players in you know so uh <laughs> and so in the interest of being i think i all know we're gonna go uh, with this one, but in the interest of being complete on the topic, is there any validity to the bringing in of an audience from a game where the behavior, when it comes to higher-end rating, is very different and is very established uh, in its history? And bringing them into a new game... Does that learned behaviors brought over? Yeah, maybe you know. I'm I'm not saying there is or isn't. We're gonna get to that now. What do you think? Uh, maybe to a, a small degree. Um, yes, we've had a, a large influx of players, and probably there is a percentage of them that are of that toxic nature. I, I just think our community has been so sugarcoating and and kind of stamping down our toxic underbelly. Um, now they're just seeing that the this influx of wow transplants, um, and they're uh, they're seeing this point is like, and they're going to point to that as, as someone to blame. Um, they're they're scapegoating it um, instead of uh, realizing that there's been a problem since day one. Like it, it's a thing. You, you you can't have rose colored glasses about your game and just point at at these other players coming in. So. Any validity, Kronos, to a new community, whether it's from WoW or other games, has joined Final Fantasy in the last 12 months, and they brought a large percentage of this with them. No. Because I mean, I've, <laughs> I've been fucking since, like, Heaven's Word, and I can firmly tell you that these, the same, it's, most of the time, man, it's a, for some dude that's been playing since, like, 1.0 or something, I don't, I don't know. And maybe I'm kind of being a piece of crap right now too. But like, it's 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 really. I think they're blank. They're putting a blanket statement over the WoW thing, and it's not that at all. It's 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 been there for quite a while. So, like Tark said, it might have just like they just looking to shine a light on somebody. Get a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah. If, so. Fr Frey Frey put up a point. It's usually the mentors. <laughs> the mentors are just awful. <laughs> they're like, no, no, I'm a mentor. I know what I'm doing. See this crown. Yeah. yeah, and then they bail. There's also this, though, too, and I've seen this as well. Again, it's in my book, it's never okay to be nasty and berating somebody, but I do recognize that it is also okay to be upset about, sure. you know, not getting a clear or things not going well or stuff. It's all about... And even Square's change to their terms of service, you know, kind of talked mm -hmm. about those lines, you know. It's okay to tell Tark, maybe you should try this, maybe you should try this. It's not okay to tell Tark, you fucking dumb healer, why don't you <laughs> actually use those things that are on your bar, yeah. right? Like, there's yeah. a Where's difference. There's a difference in that type of stuff. But 
I've also noticed too, though, that there's there's an expectation difference too. Like for some reason, I've always noticed that the people that tend to get mad in groups that I'm in or I create for higher end content um, are the ones that come expecting a clear when the party finder description clearly says progression. We are learning. You know, if you've never done it before, that's fine. Come on in and join. Have a basic idea of the mechanics would be nice. Let's do this. And then you get invariably somebody in there that is mad you didn't clear it the first time because they just want uh, the clear. How do you fix it? I mean, that's that's the thing. How at the, at the end of the day, Mike. how do you fix it? Anytime you, you get stupid, Mike. yeah, anytime <laughs> you get a large number of human beings which are genuinely terrible uh, to begin with, right? En masse, humans are terrible to each other. When you get them all together doing the same thing, invariably mistakes are going to happen. No matter what we're talking about, video game or otherwise, and somebody's going to be pissed about it. Is there realistically a mechanism that you can do to improve things? No, you'll never get rid of it entirely, but, or is, hey, what we have is what we're going to have and it's enough. You know, if people report them and the, the thing is investigated, they'll end up getting the boot. And if people don't report them, then they got away with that one. Or is there something else that you could do, whether you're a player or a Square Enix employee, Tark? Uh, I think that the only way you can really do it is player reporting. I I don't see Square devoting the manpower to really nitpick every single instance run of everything that's going on throughout the game. So it's just about player reporting. You know, if you got a, a bad experience with someone that's really being hurtful and harassment, you, you got to report them. Um, that's how you get those accounts out of the system. Kronos? I agree that's part of it. I do think Square can do a little bit more, and I think it like would what? go a long way like if what? Square put something in the game to teach people how to play the game, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of stuff like, like this stems from that. Um, and when you get to that higher-end content, there's, there's the game, unless you like go and dig into other things and look up guides and stuff and look at other people that have been playing for a while and what they say, it doesn't really prepare you. Right, and, and I think but, okay. some of these instances are those instances. Right, but you already um, I'm have, not saying you already have the argument though that too much time is spent developing content that is only catering to three percent of the total audience well, anyway. Now I you're talking about possibly. I'm not saying teach them how to play Savage. I'm, right. I'm saying like just giving them like a basic level, which is sorely missing from the game in general, would actually help this problem. I think more honestly, but. I'm not saying you can't fix the problem. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also yeah, true, yeah but the it's not going away. You can't 100% solve it, and reporting obviously goes a long way. Like a lot of the, the issue with this one is that it's a bit more nuanced, and I don't think either one of them are going to be able to report each other, but just because of like things that transpired. But uh, it's 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 a weird. I don't like. I don't think there's a 100% answer, but I do think that like at least I don't know preparing the players for different stuff would help and I'm not saying and you need to prepare for savage but there's no nothing in the game that prepares you to really do much outside of the MSQ yeah. to be fair yeah um and like I I think uh it was brought up in chat too and I, I said this in my tweet too as a player if you're in a party like that and the goals are somehow have been misaligned or it was something you didn't think it was or you thought it was one thing or they thought it was one thing you can just leave that's what I do yeah. You know, if, if I'm in a party 
and things are going that way. I don't even get to the point where I'm reporting people. I just be like, see you later, TYFP. You know, I it, I don't need to argue with you. Yeah. You know, so. <sighs> to call saying, my expectation is I'm a grown-ass man, not your child. I don't care how many times we wipe, you ain't talking to me any kind of way. Now, does that mean that you aren't willing to even be like, hey, you know, if you tried this and this at this point, you know, maybe we could do a little this a little differently, like, or hey, I noticed you weren't using this ability. Is can I ask why? You know, it, like, because I think you got to be open to playing, playing any class better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of an issue in this game. To be oh, so. And again, it, it it does affect the higher. It is a bigger issue at the higher levels because that's where it, it's really affecting the clear. Um, but like, and I think it's also an issue just in general. Like when we see people, other people critique the game. Like remember the the post where people were we talked about. I don't know, like months ago, and everybody was like, "Oh no, how dare you talk about Final Fantasy fourteen that way?" Yeah, and it's like we need to take criticism better as a community and mm -hmm. to the game that even though we know it's great, it doesn't mean it's perfect. So. I, don't, I think criticism is a big, big problem in the community as a whole, and I think people take it the wrong way, as opposed to, like, this guy was just, at, like you said, he was just asking him, like, hey, can I get a couple more heals or whatever? Hey, can you put this there instead of here? That shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> it's a call sense <laughs> response incoming. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I, I mean, don't know, I think, that's just I, how I feel. Like, I'm definitely one of those guys that's totally open to because it may not even be like a, hey, Tark, you don't know what you're doing on that class. It may be a, you totally know what I've you're doing. that before. You, to <laughs> you totally know what you're doing on, on, that, on that class, but you don't know this fight enough, and so you're using something at a point you shouldn't because it yeah. needs to be saved for this. Like, even if they're mm -hmm. not talking about you're not playing your class right, there could be advice that if you are just totally unwilling to hear anything... Um, that could definitely be helpful. Tark, you just blew those two cooldowns. I know why. You survived. It worked. But I need you to trust me to keep you alive there instead because I need you to use your two cooldowns here where I can't keep you alive by myself. Um, yeah. You know, that type of stuff I think you have to be open to, right? Oh, especially. And, and since I've had time in Ultimates, um, not only working with your tanks, but working with your co-healer, um, working with your DPS for their cooldowns as well. It's all a, a big team. You got to be able to talk to each other respectfully um, so you can get through that content. So, yeah, I, when you start to devolve into name calling and harassment, it, it doesn't make for good. And then, yeah, you should just leave that group and, and try to find another. Oh, um, I'm totally no the, I'm to totally the that. person that will ghost on a group. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I won't even give you the TYFP. I'm just, yeah. You don't even have to be coming after me. Like, if I see somebody going after somebody else, I'm just like, yeah, I don't have time for this. I do, I do that too. No, I do the same thing. Yeah, same. Like, if I even see it starting, I'll just bounce. I mean, I usually just put the TYFP just because, like, a courtesy. But, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't blame anybody for doing that. I really oh, don't. Okay. My, and, my experience. And to call, and to call is to call's right with us, by the way. Uh, so what I'm saying is, you know, I'm okay with saying, hey, save your file for when the ads pop up because it knocks sure. a big, big chunk off the head start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Takal is right on board with us, and I, I thought so. I just wanted to, to make sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Tark. Sorry. Yeah, my, my experience with that ultimate is that we got two clears, and then, then I got the harassment, and then we got ghosted. We're like, what the hell just happened? We just cleared <laughs> What the hell? Didn't clear and then, it. You didn't clear it good enough. My, my, my parses as a scholar, and I'm like, 
what the hell? <laughs> like, and then we look, you know, we look at those parses and the warrior is like four. <laughs> you mean you rolled the tape back? <laughs> yeah, we rolled yeah, the tape back. Rolled the tape yeah. back. <laughs> we rolled the tape back and like he's eating, <laughs> eating these tank busters by himself and all this fun stuff. It's great. Quick hit on Final Fantasy 14 here, by the way. Let us know your <laughs> suggestions on, you know, can you improve this type of stuff or is everything as far as it can be on this type of topic and you just kind of got to report as needed. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Before we leave this, though, uh, I do want to ask you guys, particularly you, Kronos, you run a lot of jobs like not just leveling them all which is something a lot of us do but you actually run a lot of those jobs for various things where you know Tark and I are generally like we'll level everything but there's there's like two or three that we're sticking to for different bits of content and things like that when it comes to gearing why are we still at 450 tombstones uh being the weekly cap I I don't know. This, this, <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Like even I, even somebody in my spot and and Tark's up maybe a little bit ahead of me, and then you're a, even more ahead of him on this. Even I am like, this is so painfully slow to be is the classes I actually want to play in a meaningful way. This is yeah. so slow, and I'm not playing every single tank and healer and DPS like like you are. I'm playing, you know, four or five that I'm actually actively playing. 450 a week with almost 20 jobs at this point. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, I just uh, did the numbers here. Um, you cap out your tombstones every week. If you want just the weapons for every single battle job, that's 21 plus weeks. Yeah, you're not getting that before the, the patch weapon. comes out. Yeah, like the the thing is, is like let's assume too, uh, you're like most people, right? And you're pugging your savage. Let's let's assume that you're actually you're actually also like you're you're pugging and you're and you've cleared since week one, right? Which is it's a pretty small percentage, and and this that just makes this problem even worse. If you aren't super lucky, it will still take you about twelve weeks to miss your main job. Unless you get crazy lucky and you're yeah. winning like all those boxes, or you're getting um, fed the loot too, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about in a pug situation, not oh, not in a pug situation. Yeah, Got it. Like, like if you're you're a pug, you've cleared since week one, and you and you exclusively pug, so no one's handing you any loot. Um, statics, even even in a static situation where you're divvying loot out to make sure everyone gets bis, uh, you're still looking at six to eight weeks, and everybody's probably not going to be bis for about eight to nine to ten somewhere in there. Uh, because again, luck. Oh, also, not to mention, you need the pieces to unweather your gear. That oh, everybody yeah, that, that, needs. That's that's awful. Uh, there's a lot of things they need to fix. I think just on a base not level, the tombstones yeah. is one. Right. Maybe make the pieces cheaper is two. Uh, you can't do too much, or then it becomes kind of like a race, which is bad. Like they do have right. to limit and, it, and a that is bit. that is the whole idea right behind the tombstone lock, right? It is yeah. a way of gating the pace of content for for getting your bis, but uh, and and for the savages and ultimates and stuff mm -hmm. like that, it's a way for them to to gate the content a little bit. But even like we hated it when we were all just maining one or two back in you know Heaven's Word and stuff. Now all these different jobs, all these different things, like four fifty is a mess. I used to like the gear progression in Final Fantasy 14 
because it made me feel like I was playing WoW in the Burning Crusade slash Wrath of the Lich King era as far as the way the gear progression went, right? You went to a dungeon, you tried to get that drop. If you didn't get that drop, you were farming up a currency that was going to let you buy whatever pieces you want. And I like that, and WoW got away from that in different ways throughout the years after that. And I was like, I could live with this. Yeah, maybe it's a little older system. I'm kind of at the point now where I'm looking at it and I'm like, this needs a total revamp. Like the gearing system, I don't, can you fix it? Is it just increase, you know, uh, like Flynn saying in chat, Tark, is it increase the cap to 900 or increase it slowly Mm -hmm. week over week as a patch ages? Is it make the gear cheaper? I honestly personally don't think that's the, that's, that's the answer. I think, while those might feel better, I honestly feel like gear progression in Final Fantasy fourteen needs a total overhaul. A total what do you, what do you, overhaul. What do you think they should overhaul it to? I, I didn't say I had that answer. Okay. <laughs> I, I was just thinking. I didn't say I had like, that I don't want to see the tombstones get up to 900 because then earning 900 every week yeah, just is bad. Look, yeah. Right, we're right. I yeah. would be okay with like up to 600 and then lower the costs a little bit. Right. And then on everything, you, you don't want to, so you don't want to trivialize the raids and everything after yeah. two weeks. So you, you got to be careful there too. Like, I, that's why I think it just kind of needs a total overhaul because if you fix, quote, fix any one piece of this, it probably makes another piece of it bad or not feel good if you raise the cap that's cool from the perspective of you can get more tombstones and you know get the chest piece for two classes in a week or whatever they they would raise something to instead of just getting one but the bad side of that is now you're farming up 900 tombstones instead of 950 and if you use both of those on one character or one job instead of divvying them up across jobs you start to trivialize the current raid tier at a much faster rate uh, than you normally mm-hmm. do, so I I don't know. I feel like and then and ahead. then you not even counting those people that actually like to have multiple jobs or multiple uh, characters because uh, they like to gear up. And like you're almost month. having to play alts then, in a game that designed itself. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's the problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the hundred percent the problem. Sorry, Tark. Go ahead. No, no, no. That it, I mean, we're all in agreement then. Like it, it's it's got to be that fine balance. They just need to tweak it just a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, Wait a minute. So, what's the little bit then? Well, like I was saying, uh, you maybe increase how much you can get, just maybe to six hundred, bring the cost down just a little bit. Because again, you go too high, that's a lot of grinding for one character. Those people that like have multiple characters to piss out, then they're in more pressure because they got to max out. Yeah, you don't want them to race, right? Yeah. But is there something to be said that for somebody who really doesn't enjoy raiding, you will never ever be best in slot? I- I, I think it was actually brought up like I think Flynn said it and I hadn't heard that idea before and I actually kind of like it is when you purchase an item the next item is cheaper or something oh. like that I think that's cool that could be cool um, or or maybe even so you don't really like hurt the raid because the raid is balanced around yeah you, you know having like, pretty yeah, specific gear numbers at pretty specific yeah. times right so yeah like like you know the crafted gear is and I, I know some people don't like it and i see it in chat a little bit too it's 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 specifically designed for like your your week one blitz raiders to clear the tier because the, the tier is designed to be cleared in a few days that's just how it is um more casual groups take longer so the crafted gear is kind of more aimed for them and for people to just get into the tier um and then you know you slowly upgrade and then your average group probably i would say kills it around 
I don't know, week six or seven or something, maybe. And that's assuming they're like looking up guys. Blind Progan throws a whole wrench into a lot of stuff. Um, but like, I think making it cheaper if you buy like the same piece or something would be cool because then you know you're buying it for an off job, right? Like if I buy pants for my healer or something, mm-hmm. and then I go to buy pants again, all my pants are now cheaper because they know I'm buying it. Like, I don't know. I don't really know if that fixes it, but the thing is, and y'all touched on it, the game is designed so that you play multiple jobs. Right, but yeah. the game is also this. designed with raiding being the be-all, end-all. Right. Um, but like and and as somebody that, way, that enjoys raiding and dungeons and stuff like that, or raiding and savages and stuff like that, I, that doesn't bother me. But is there something to be said? And I don't know what the audience size for something for an idea like this is, but is there something to be said for if you just if you don't like doing raids or particularly doing savage raids, you will never ever be best in slot. True. Yeah. Is is there something wrong with that or is that okay? For me, it's no big deal. I don't care. I'm fine with it, but I'm also on the inside looking out, you know? So it's hard. Uh, Because the counter argument is you don't need to be, right? That's what I was going to say is if, if you're not doing that content, you don't need to be best in slot. If you're not going to do ultimates, why you don't need to min max because there's no other piece of content that really makes use of that that level of the gear. I would even argue that only ultimates are tuned around being this. Yeah. Like even savages, it's really just let me ask the you. Fight let me ask you this though: Would you feel the same if it was something else? Like for for you, Tark, it's hey, you don't need it because you're not doing the content that it's geared for you to go and do anyway. And so yeah, you're fine with it. But let me let me switch it around here and le- let's extrapolate this whole problem to something else. You are a minion farmer. You love mm-hmm. farming minions. You are all about you want to get every minion in the game. See. And some of them are trapped behind content you absolutely detest doing. That feels bad, doesn't it? Like sightseeing logs? Pick pick something. For me, it was PvP. Right, I had to sit there oh, and yeah, grind God. out front lines. Once I and I just did it the easy way, right? Just do one a day and get the bonus, and I'll have them in yep. three weeks or whatever. I could have grinded it all out in two or three days and gotten them. That was not content I wanted to do. I felt like I had to do it because I wanted these. What if you are a hey? I just I love having the best chess piece, the best weapon that is available for my class at all times. Yeah, I'm not running the content that I need it for. But if the argument is you don't need it, well, you don't need that minion either, but it's still felt bad when you got forced into doing content you didn't want to do to get something you did want, even if what you did want held no meaning for anything, right? I mean, I guess I feel that way because uh, I got a couple instances where I haven't done Dullaburn Savage. I haven't done Baldelsian Arsenal. I, I want to get into that, but I don't want to slog through the, the Eureka crap. Well, and Prismine brings up a good point too. You may but want I don't that need the gear for that either. You may want that BIS for glam, like not because sure. you yeah. want BIS, but because you want glam. That that, uh, so, that diable raid gear. I I, I want to touch on one word that you used actually that I, I feel like a lot of people use and I don't I don't like when they do it. Okay, go ahead. Oh, not not you actually, Mike said. Oh, it. Mike, Mike. Uh, forced. No one, no one is forcing you. Oh come on, stop! I'm just, I'm just saying. I hate. Oh my god, this topic's gonna be forty more minutes. I, I'm just saying. 
Like, I choose to do mouse, No right? one forced you to play the game. No one forces you to no. sub, blah, 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 But, like, blah, that's blah, the whole blah. thing about Final Fantasy is, no, is nothing really No, that's not. Forced. That's not. In the context of this discussion, I'm not using the word forced as in they made me do it. But if there is something I want, a minion, trapped behind PvP, if I want that yeah. minion, I'm going to have to go do content I don't want to do. Me yes, too. Yes, I, you're I, right. Technically yeah, speaking, I got a counterpoint to that, technically Mike. speaking, nobody's gunned to my head forcing me right. to do it. But you, I think you understood that that was not the term that I was... I, I, the, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying, I, I I'm not saying you meant that, it though, specifically Mike. that way. I'm just saying, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. reiterate that, like, Go ahead, I got Mark. a counterpoint, Mark. Uh, Mike, on that. Mark, who the you fuck know, is Mark? <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mister Bird. You got two minions, the Fay Pup and the Hell Pup. You, you forced you you did the feast because you were forced to do that, right? No, no, you made a choice. No, I didn't make a choice. So he, I can't knows. do it now. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. No, you wouldn't have. Feast is awful. If I had to, I wouldn't have done the front lines. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to the fact that those feast achievements are going to be moved to something else that might be a little more palatable for me. I, I am too, because I wasn't <laughs> going to do feast for those. But I was like, oh, but I was like, no, I, I made a choice um, that that wasn't worth my time. So right, but I mean, the whole idea of glam also throws my argument out of the water because there is a valid reason you might want that best in slot gear and not want to be a raider doing the savage stuff. Okay. The argument, I mean, because can, the argument we throw back at it is, well, you don't need it. You're not going to do the savage stuff, so you don't need the BIS well, gear. And well, what if I want to glam I, that because it looks fucking dope? Then you wait two patches and you get it. Oh, when come you, on! You go on. Pick it. <laughs> I'm or, just or saying. You wait an I don't expansion know. And you go back uh, with the I'm telling you how the game is designed. That's how the game is designed. The game, the game is designed where you right? literally go get it. It's just like I want all my Gordius. Uh, glams you know i'll, I'll like, unsync that now that's like me saying like i really wish the pterodactyl mount was just in the, the raid it'd be really easy if i got it <laughs> but like uh, no i'm sitting at diadem for fucking 12 hours hitting mining so goes sorry. <laughs> like I I, I I i telling you i empathize with what you're doing because i do plenty of content i hate for mounts and i do it to myself though that's the thing it's self-inflicted yeah and it's all uh, self-inflicted and so it's like I understand people want these things, but you you're playing a game where everybody has like a hundred thousand different goals. I understand. I understand. But, and, and so like so many like, different con pieces. I of get content. it. But Freycor is bringing up something that is the perfect example. You're like, well, hey, I want the Necromancer title from Solo Soloing Palace of the Dead. We're talking about one title tied to a very specific action that is the title for rewarding that action and trying to compare it to. All of the best in slot gear for every fucking job in the game is tied behind Savage Raids. Period. End of story. Well, All slots, well, farming, farming tombstones in conjunction with doing right. Savage Raids. You guys know what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I understand what you're talking about, but then there's that value of should everything be available for every person? Best in slot for know. crafters, though, isn't. Okay, now you're really just trying to piss me off, Justin. Because right, you all on. know I'm not talking about crafting or gathering here. You can be careful. He's going to start showing logs and stuff and then harassing you. Let's, I got let's, let's I got, I got, got no logs. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm logless. Yeah. He's going to roll back I'm and logless. And, we, and, and, I, and I'm just right. to clarify, you're saying like this. You're talking about like the abyss is in its entirety, not like a singular abyss piece. Yeah, not right? like a singular abyss piece. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's It's been there designed for a long time. I, 
Like, I just don't know, like, what else are you going to... I don't know. I mean, you're, a lot of raiders are raiding because it makes them feel more powerful, and I think that's, like, a a reason they raid. Yeah, and for me personally, I don't care. Like, I could use an, a little bit of an overhaul in the system because I'm gearing up multiple jobs, and that's my beef right now. But I don't mind doing raids. I don't mind doing savage raids. I don't mind banging my head against Ultimate or Unreal content for a little while to get certain things. Like, but that works for me because I like that content. If our best weapon was trapped behind PvP, I would be pissed every patch. Every single patch. Yeah, you don't you don't want it to be like WoW either, right? Where it's like, you have like these eight different things you have to do to get different pieces of gear for it to be your BIS. Because then you're going to lose a lot of people, I think. So, I don't know. I, I don't really know the answer myself, but... I, I don't mind how it is right now, other than the fact that I can't BIS multiple jobs in a game where I feel like I'm incentivized to play multiple jobs. But... That's just me. And, like, again, I, I'm a raider, so... Yeah, and it I'm does like it does force it you down this really bizarre route of, hey, we built the game so you can be every job on one character, yeah. but you're probably going to want to play multiple characters uh, yeah. if you if reach you this, this level of... Yeah, if you want to raid on more than one job. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... Anyway. <sighs> Good times. Holy hell, look at this, gentlemen. Look <laughs> at beautiful. this thing. And chat might be saying, why are you show me a picture of old Charlian? Because uh, it's not just I old Charlian. I don't care. It's just old Charlian. It's just old Charlian. Well, let me take the picture away, and we'll give you a little video tour of exactly what this is. This is old Charlian in Minecraft. In Minecraft. Built Absolutely stunning. In Minecraft. It is incredible. Uh, this is coming from uh, BillyBilly.com. Uh, let me just click my little translate here so I can get a name for you. The the m most impressive part is the depths of the library where yeah. we don't really even see it mm -hmm. all that much. We, <laughs> and they really built down to flesh out the bottom levels of this library. Absolutely insane. Alexander the Hammer. Good name. It is a good name. It is a good name. This is absolutely incredible. I'm always curious. And I've how many seen hours some. I've seen some crazy oh. Minecraft stuff in my days, but they. I mean, they even go to like the the Senate area, right? Where where oh, the, the forum, yeah, the forum yeah, yeah, where yeah. they're all there. I mean, it's it's just absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. Uh, while I have that showing, the one thing I did want to talk about, live letter-wise, Street Shop Kid uh, commented on the last episode that they said, I remember in one of the interviews, either at Media Tour or right before Yoshi P was saying that Square was going to spare no expense, but that it was too late for anything to be done about the Endwalker stuff. Should we dare to dream and think that this could, you know, the, them looking at the next 10 years, right, in the live mm -hmm. letter, that this could be something like new zones in patches, hard four-man content, more bosses per raid tier. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something crazy here. They're treating this like a pretty big deal. Um, maybe looking at this in terms of a combination of long-term goals that would even change, you know, patch pacing or patch contents, overhauls like that. Do you think that's a possibility? I think it's totally on the table. Um, that might be part of what 
the whole 10 years, the next 10 years, you know, their plans and, and what they're going to do with these resources that they've got from Square. I'm sorry. I wasn't even listening to you. This video is just stunning. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This video is just stunning. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to let it roll. <laughs> let it roll. Yeah, let's talk about some other Final Fantasy uh, news and some Square Enix news, and then we'll call it a day. Um, here we thought we were going to not have enough to yeah. talk about this week. And, good conversation. Yeah, definitely. You can't say that it'll come up with good topics sometimes. We always All do. Right. We always find a way. We're like Jurassic Park. We find a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster now available for pre-order and gets a release date of February 23rd here in NA. Raise your hand if you have already pre-ordered. So I got two days to get two this done before Elden Ring. Elden Ring. So I mean, I guess. <laughs> Kiggles, I love you. Kiggles, I didn't have a cue. It Final is Fantasy XIV is a dead game confirmed. <laughs> dead game. Dead game. Dead so I'm game. The, I'm the only person that didn't pre-order it. Yeah, I guess. I'm still yeah, boycotting. I, oh, you're definitely you're still boycotting. It. I'm still boycotting. Are you really? I have plenty of copies of Final Fantasy VI. I don't need that. <laughs> if it comes out on console as a package, would you get it? If it came out on Switch and it was fifty bucks for all six games, I would buy it. Ah, okay. Well, there's a lot of ifs in that fucking sentence. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah, it's never on. gonna happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, Chocobo GP also available for a pre-order as well. Release coming up on that one. Uh, confirmed via Twitter, there will be custom races. I'm pretty excited about this actually. Uh, we got this info here that I'm showing you on screen where you'll be able to pick the classes, how the, the enemy's AI, the number of courses, the number of races. There'll be a ton of customization options as far as what you want to do. Uh, in addition, Chocobo GP will also include a story mode, 64-player knockout tournament, time attack, and a lot more. There's also going to be a free-to-download version of the game allowing people that don't own this title to join in on the fun as long as somebody in your group owns this owns it. We've seen that a lot with some Square Enix titles and, and a lot of other Switch titles where uh, that was the case with um, uh, what was it? Uh, Crystal Bearers remake, wasn't it? That, that as long as one person yes, owned yes. it, you could co-op others into it. Yeah, Crystal Chronicles, yeah. Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, Crystal Bearers. What the hell am I talking about? Crystal Chronicles, yeah. Uh, please say I saw Mr. Happy's descent into madness over this game on Twitter a little while ago. Yes, he has his ring fit, and he is prepping and practicing and getting in shape for Chocobo GP. I cannot wait. I absolutely <laughs> love, love Chocobo GP. Love it, love it, love it, love it. March, March, gang, March. Yeah, with everything else. February and March, oh. man. Just, oh my God, so brutal for my wallet. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. <clears throat> Hey, Platinum Games wants you to know that Babylon's Fall is in good shape. <laughs> Did we <Cool>. trust that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a 50-50 uh, trusting that right now. 50-50? <laughs> That's uh, generous. I, I, I Yeah, I, 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 I am being generous. Um, yeah. But it's a decent article. Yeah, and I think might... it's weird that it ex <laughs> it ends with the game's in good shape because you're reading the article and you're like, why the fuck did they even do this? <laughs> so they, the they were talking to Platinum Games, right? And, and they were talking about design approach because Platinum Games is like known for these, 
you know, mm-hmm. blow them out of the park single player games, Bayonetta and you know, stuff like that, right? Um, great, great single player experiences. And now they're not only doing Babylon's Fall, which is a live service multiplayer game, but they've also indicated that they want to do more of that. While they didn't expressly say live service, the way their new leader, their new CEO was talking, uh, they want to make riskier, bigger, more long-term games, which generally means live service. Uh, and in talking about this, they said the transition from one design approach to another, as well as the technical challenges involved in delivering a smooth, stable online experience, has been challenging for the Babylon's Fall team. This reporting coming from GamePer.com. Platinum's previous attempt at a multiplayer game, Scalebound, ran into so many problems that it was eventually canceled. But Inaba says the studio never shies away from a challenge, and it looks like hard lessons learned on Scalebound have been applied to Babylon's Fall, which recently ran a closed beta test. In the test, we received various reactions, including positive and negative ones, said Inaba. The closed beta test was interesting because it was a process that we haven't done in game making so far, and it was very fresh. I think that Babylon's Fall has been well-selected, and the game is in good shape. I am more nervous for this game than I ever was. Than I ever was. I am really worried for it, in fact. Um, I'm, I'm on the same level of worry that I had for Avengers when it came out. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I, I'm hopeful, but I'm I'm worried. That's why I'm not at that 50-50 mark. I, I think I'm less than that. This is not a yeah. day one for me anymore. This really isn't. And and that's sad because I wanted to like it. I am not one of those people that's like generally just against live service games. If you put NFTs in it, fuck it, I'm out. Forget it. Ooh, yeah. But I, I'm generally not opposed to a live service just right off the bat. Uh, I do want to look and see how you're developing it first before I may be out or in. I am all in on a good live service game done well that I don't feel like is taking advantage of me financially and one that if it wasn't a live service, would I still have roughly the same experience? Uh, or if you stripped out all this monetization, would you feel like this game's a slog? Like if you if you rip me off like that, forget it. Babylon's Fall, I wanted to to enjoy, and I kind of enjoyed moments during the beta, but that was it. And I don't know, man. I don't know. It's one that I'm probably gonna wait to see some reviews first. It, it's I don't know we'll see would it get pushed back Neobari asking I god they really don't want another hit like that or yeah. dud like that I should say I, I don't know if it'll be like quite like that because the IP like I don't know Avengers comes oh, with yeah, a lot of yeah, extra yeah, yeah. heat and this doesn't I, I am afraid for this game too though and I, I think if they have to come out and say stuff like this it makes me even feel worse look so. at these figures Yes, please. Final Fantasy Tactics, Bring Arts action figures, launching from Square Enix. These are beautiful. Over mm-hmm. five inches tall, additional hands, sword accessories, a display stand, lots of detail, articulation too. These are absolutely gorgeous, and they better be. 95 bones a piece. Nope. <laughs> a piece. Each one. 95 for the set? Hell yeah. No, okay, I, no. I get it. 
three hundred bucks. Nope. Three hundred bucks if you want all three of them. Pre-orders are live. Free U.S. shipping. Not going to be sent out until November later this year, so you won't be charged until then. I would absolutely love these, but I can't justify that, Kronos. Maybe they'll come with a minion. Then you have to buy. Oh, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you such a dick. I hope they come with a minion. Delita. Oh, God, no. Delita minion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think they're just a bit too expensive. They're cool though. I'm glad they're giving tactics some love though. At least yeah. that's a nice sign. Yeah, we so just maybe saw... with some other announcements that they will see this one soon. Yeah, we just saw FFTA two uh, get a a card spoiled for the upcoming Final Fantasy TCG set too. So this set gonna have some TA two love in it. Gotta love that. Nice. Got to love that. Um, this I just threw in. There's nothing really to talk about. It just, when I saw the numbers, I was like, wow, that is not... I probably wouldn't have guessed that. GTA yeah. Five has sold more than 160 million copies. A hundred uh, GTA Five, 160... And I'm not surprised. Like I, You hear that number and you're like, that's a big number. But I would have thought it was a big number. They've only been re-releasing that on new platforms... <laughs> in for the last decade right uh, uh it was ps3 right what gta 5 yeah 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 so god was it ps3 holy shit yeah the original was, was PS, the ps3 wasn't it was i'm trying to remember i mean you might be right i I'm tr i thought it was ps4 for some reason but you might be right yeah it's ps3 ps3 okay yeah that's, um jesus christ yeah <laughs> and skyrim so yeah that is that is very cool, right? Congrats to them. And why are we talking about that? That is just shy of beating the sales mark for every Final Fantasy game combined. Totally insane. Yeah, like, you, my brain did not even put those two together. I was like, oh, 160 million? Yeah, that's, I'm not surprised GTA Five has done that much. Every Final Fantasy, uh, entire Final Fantasy series, as of September 2021, had sold 164 million. To so GTA 5's 160 million. I, I granted different audiences. I, I'm not implying one is better or anything here at in, by any stretch of the imagination. I thought it was fucking interesting, so I brought it to the show. Yeah. The entire yeah. Assassin's Creed series, as of November 2020, is 155 million. The Resident Evil series is 123 million. And Grand Theft Auto Five, as of February 2022, 160 million. Coming I wonder from how many of the Jason, Resident Evil is Resident Evil Four. Jason Schreier. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. I feel uh, like Resident Evil Four is going down this road too, where they're just getting ported right. everywhere. Uh, last up, let's talk a little bit about. Thank God, Faye actually got busy today. Man, we're like way <laughs> behind schedule. You guys don't have anywhere to be, do you? No. Uh, this is not a drill. Not a drill. Red alert. This is not a drill. From the Nintendo Direct, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers Edition comes out April. They would have had you believe that it was for Nintendo Switch only, but it is not. It was the Yay. Nintendo Direct, right? So it's coming out on the Nintendo Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox. Going to include remastered music, some updates. Oh. <gasps> And then it's also going to include the Radical Dreamers, Radical Dreamers title, which was not released here in the United States. That's a text-based adventure that kind of talks about where this is, uh, 
you know, kind of a prologue. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a prologue. A little bit of a prologue. Uh, Flynn saying the price yes. point. Chef's kiss. This is the price that I think the Pixel remasters should have gotten. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell everybody how much it is? Twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine. Very reasonably that, priced. That this is cheaper than the Final Fantasy VI Pixel remaster. Yeah. It is. Yep. So yep. that picture at the beginning of the show, Chronos, is a character in this game. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time since I played Chrono Cross. It's links. And yeah. There's radical dreamers. Text I can't I wait. I listen to the music. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Just gotta wait till April. Just April. Not all that far. Yeah, Woo-hoo. not all that far. Uh, very excited to see it. We kind of knew they were doing something with the Chrono series when they did the crossover with the this, the free-to-play Steam game. And, you know, we'll have to see if we get, like, a full Trigger remake at some point. Other Square Enix things. It felt like there was a Real lot quick, of Square though. Enix in the Direct. Real quick, though, because we got that Chrono Cross remaster. Yeah. The NVIDIA leak. Nine remake. Tactics remaster. We'll see. Yep, it's we'll coming. We'll it's see. coming. Uh, Front Mission 1 and 2. Yes. Getting remakes mm. as well. I was stunned to see this. Stunned. I love Front Mission. Did you Did you guys... Are you guys into mech? Uh, oh, my God, dude. I... I... What did I say on the video? Uh, Square Enix, you beautiful bastards. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love... I, I played Battletech. I played the miniatures. Um, when I saw that this was a game from Square, I picked this up. I have uh, three, four. Uh, I got the first on the Game Boy Advance. I love Front Mission. I love a good tactics game like this. A mix, mash, a mix and max, mix and match parts. Um, yeah, Front and, Mission. And blew away. Yeah, it's so good. I'm it, excited. A stunning surprise. In a stunning surprise, Live A Live coming west if you don't know (laughs) your ass better call some but no if you don't know go look this is a tremendous uh jrpg that was never released here bunch of different characters multiple storylines play through them in any order you want we're getting that as well on the Nintendo Switch, seven different stories, seven different characters. Uh, That's kind of like a romancing uh, saga. Yeah, right. Very well. If 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 you actually or look Octopath. at the if you actually look at the the art style, though, it is very Chrono Trigger. Uh, it was yes, in yes. in that era, right? It was in mm-hmm. that era. Um, by names and composed by names, you absolutely love. This is coming in July. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And I don't even know what this one was, but the Centennial Case, a Sujima story, a uh, Sujima sh- uh, story. Shijima? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Fucking COVID. Um, live action mystery adventure game. I'm not familiar with this IP or franchise. Mm. Either of you? Nope. No. Live action mystery, murder mystery game. I. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Directed by uh, Koichiro Ito, Metal Gear Solid Five, and produced by Ihara from the Near Automata. I don't know. We'll see. 
but a lot on the Nintendo Direct. Gents, let's finish this up and do Love It or Leave It. That Nintendo Direct was balls deep in Square Enix stuff. I mean, just... So good. I thought uh, Live Alive was actually an Earthbound Mm. pixel remake at first. So I was like, oh, what is this? Square announced it. Justin says Square announcing all their games (laughs) to prove to people they don't need the money of others and won't be selling. Or they're proving, hey, there's a lot to buy here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Look at all the stuff we can put out. That one can go both ways. That's a sword that cuts both ways. Uh, So since we've never really talked about it on this uh, show, because there hasn't really been much of a reason to talk about it on this show Mm -hmm. since we started these shows a year ago. I want to know, love it or leave it, love it, you want more of it, leave it, throw it away, never see it again. Kronos, the Front Mission series. Yeah, I don't don't feel super strongly about it, but if I'm going to pick one or the other, I think it has to be love it. Also, yeah, just make more of these. Ignore Kingdom Hearts. Stop making that. Yeah, oh, that's totally going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, make more of these. That would be better. No, I, I do like mean, uh, tactical stuff. I, I like mech stuff, too. There's just other games, typically, in those two genres that I enjoy a little bit more, but I do like, like the series. Like what? So. Like what? Uh, I'm, I'm typically more, like, for the mech stuff, I like the more action-oriented stuff, actually. Like, like four answers and stuff like that. I played that a lot back in the day. Um, so, And then for tactical, I don't know. It's like I, I, I like more of the fantasy setting, mm-hmm. typically, in the tactical games. But, Fair enough. So it's just like a mismatch. I do like the game, though. It, like it's, I'm not saying it's bad or anything, and I'm, and I'm saying love it. It's just those two genres that typically go different directions. That's all. Tark, love it or leave it. I know I put these childish things behind me, way in my past. I've grown out of it. I think. Who am I kidding? Like I love this. Um, like I said, BattleTech. I collected the miniatures. I played uh, at my little hobby shop. Uh, give me this all the time. Give me the remasters. Give me a new game. Give me. <laughs> did give you, me a new front mission. Sidebar. Yes, please. Sidebar. Speaking of battle yeah. tech, did you guys? Uh-huh. Uh, you guys, Dave and Buster's, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. Did do you remember when Dave and Buster's had like the eight pod corner of battle tech, and they like used to run leagues no. and stuff like that? Because it was like virtually, it was pretty much like VR. You got in a no. pod, closed the door. And you oh. were in it, and there oh, were, I that. yeah, you had a that's card good. for that's it. Cool. You were registered to teams. It was very cool. It was very cool. But yeah, as soon as you said BattleTech, I was like, oh, I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> uh, you so know you what? To love it. Yeah, this is definitely a love it for me. Even if I don't end up enjoying these remakes of one and two, because I'm sure there are going to be aspects of the game that that feel dated still. Uh, you know, a lot has changed over the years. Uh, I do like seeing the IP itself get love. Um. Where's Eve next? Yeah, when something like this, yeah, right? When something like this does moderately well, it kind of says, all right, maybe we should, you know, do the next one yeah, in the, in the series. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, that's three love it. Let us know what you think in the comments below. We will, of course, be back Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern for the Gaming Gumbo. We've got a lot to cover. The show notes from last week are still sitting there because I canceled right before it was time to do the show with the old COVID-eroni. Apologies, my bad. There will be no Relic Grind next Thursday. We'll see you the following Thursday to go over everything from the live letter. Follow Twitter, though. I don't know if we're going to, like, end up teaming up with Mr. Happy or something like that to do a live letter live thing. I know Tark will be out, but 
You know, if he wants us over there, he'll let me know. I have no idea. I haven't talked to him about it, so just follow on Twitter. We'll let you know. Uh, until next week, though, where can everybody find you, Adam? Uh, same as always, Twitter below. If you want to see these conversations that we're having, if they get heated on Twitter, I also post there <laughs> a lot of the time. Uh, I think uh, my, my gaming stuff starts next week. I think King of Fighters comes out next week, so I might stream maybe. I don't know. But February is going to be a busy month. February is just so packed. Tark. Find me on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all at Tarkroth Gaming. I got my direct reactions up there, so check that out. Uh, and yeah, we'll be playing some Final Fantasy fourteen tonight if you want to head on over. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man 1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so we can tweet at you every time we go live with one of our shows or our volunteer streamers who I love very, very much. Until next week, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Later.